Hello again. I'm Peter Alsop. Welcome to my Songs to Chew podcast. This week, we're going to do one of my songs for adults. It's called So, So Security from my Disciples of Perfection album. As I got to retirement age, 65, I started thinking about what that meant exactly, retiring. When you're an artist, you don't really retire. Some of us have been able to make a living doing something artistic that we loved instead of finding something we had to do just to make money. So when I hit 65, nothing really changed. I just kept doing the same things I'd been doing for years, writing songs, figuring out how to get hired and how to manage the humorous and sometimes not so humorous lessons that life offers us. I usually have life lessons on a daily basis, lots of chances to grow. And whenever I'd finally figure something out, oh, so that's how it works, I'd write a song about it, hoping to pass on whatever lesson I'd learned to others, always hoping some parent or kid or a grown-up therapist might hear my song, get the message, and then they wouldn't have to go through what I'd just been through, figuring out the lesson. I like being helpful. I certainly appreciate all the help I've gotten in my life. And as a kid, I remember watching adults around me struggle, having to spend a lot of their lives saving for retirement. Didn't make much sense to me. Why well, be unhappy most of my life working at a job just to save up money for my few remaining golden years? So I followed the arts, and I saved money as much as I could. My kids used to call me cheap, and I would explain that I was just frugal, right? I mean, if I can save $200 by learning how to do something myself instead of paying someone else to do it, I figured it's worth the effort. I've since learned that it isn't always worth the effort. And I learned that having that awareness was called ROI, Return on Investment. It helps when we think about our plans before we set out doing them. It's like looking down the road before you start walking. It helps to see if it's worth taking the trip. And for me, the return on investment of my time and labor was not always about how much money I could make. Lots of times I felt something was worth doing just because of the human and social benefits that could happen, even if there was no money involved. My old friend Utah Phillips used to say, Peter, this system teaches us that everything needs to get passed through the cash nexus. And it's not true. They want us to see the world as though there's a cash value on everything. He was talking about capitalism, right? He'd say, my kids want me to buy them a plastic Star Wars set from Toys R Us. See, they've been marketed to by the system. The system wants all of us to think that in order to have a particular story, we need the things in that story in order to know the story. But that's backwards. Because once we know the story, we already possess it. We don't need to buy their things. We can make a millennial Falcon spaceship out of an old box, and make our own little figures of Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia from twist ties or pipe cleaners or just spoons or forks. We can use our imaginations. It's our story. They don't like that because then they can't sell us anything. You know, years ago, a young couple lived in the apartment below us. They each had great paying computer programmer jobs. I asked them one day, why do you two live here? You could afford a much nicer apartment with what you're making. They said, Peter, didn't anyone ever tell you that you'll never acquire any wealth if you always live up to your means? We're living beneath our means so we can save money and buy our own place as soon as possible. Well, they were right. No one had ever told me that. As a musician, I'd get a good paying job. As soon as I had more money than I needed for rent or food, I'd start thinking about buying another guitar or an amplifier I wanted. I was always living up to my means, spent everything I had. When I learned that lesson, I started living beneath my means, and I was able to save some money. Good thing, too, because I sure couldn't live off Social Security benefits I get now. I'm glad I have them, but I'm a bit worried about the effort some folks in Washington are making to get their hands on my Social Security funds. 
that fun doesn't seem so secure as I thought it would be. And so, here's my song, So So Security. I put a little bit in, they take a little bit out. I put a little more in, they say there's never any doubt. You'll get yours when you retire, but there's nothing left for me. That's So So Security. that's it for today. Feel free to let your Congress people know you'd like them to keep Social Security funds secure for you and me and everyone else. I played the spoons on that song and guitars with my friend Jimmy McVeigh. Shelby Flint sang background vocals and my pal Greg Hilfman played bass and engineered. Next week, we'll change gears again and start off with chapter one of my Take Me With You album for kids and families. It won the Parents' Choice Best Children's Album Award when it came out. And it's got songs like It's No Fun When You Gotta Eat an Onion and The Kids' Peace Song, which is a song that kids all over the world have been singing for years now. I'm not sure that human beings will ever have a completely peaceful world. We're humans. So we argue and fight and get jealous and angry and hurt. We struggle with each other. But that doesn't stop us from working in a peaceful direction, right? And singing together while we do it. If you'd like to see some videos of some of these songs, you can log on to YouTube.com and search for Peter Alsop. All my videos will come up. So, thanks for listening. If you like my Songs to Chew podcast, please let friends and family know about it. I can be found on peteralsop.podbean.com. Free music and parenting ideas for our kids and for ourselves. And you can find all my songs, lyrics, songbooks, and DVDs at my website, peteralsop.com. See you next week. Bye for now.